those in fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah! Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. And I graciously consent to allow you to be in my presence. Oh, thank you, Master. Yo, what is up, guys? Happy Easter. Hope your Easter weekend has been going well. And it is Sunday, April 4th, 2021. Once again, happy Easter. Hopefully everyone is doing well and being safe and all that good jazz. Oh, man. Just the the news keeps on coming, keeps on hitting. We have uh, OnlyFans news, of course. It seems like uh, people couldn't wait for Daniel Bogoli to turn 18. They were, they were waiting. There are people waiting. And I have both angles to hit at this. And we have DMX, who is in in not so good condition. Uh, he's on life support. And just the fact that still at his age, he's like 50 years old, and he overdosed on, on drugs, and he's on life support, and it's not looking too good. And I'm going to talk about just the fact that he has a he has a very rough life some some is of his own doing and you know other circumstances but we're going to talk about that again i'm going to try to hit things out you know from every angle as possible you know we're not here to be biased or unbiased we're just here to tell shit like it is we're here to just you know Opine as they say, and what's going on, and we'll talk a little bit of wrestling, you know, why not? And since it's officially it's WrestleMania week because we have just a preface of shows, and since WrestleMania will have fans and it will be a two night event on uh, this coming weekend, so I'll, I'll talk about it, just my thoughts on. On wrestling as of late And you know we're not gonna Have this drawn out No sir we're not gonna have this drawn out But yeah I wanna thank you guys For Tuning in To this and listening to my voice And uh, I just appreciate you rocking with me As you always have And I'm trying to You know pump out content when I can It's just been a just a crazy year and it's only what four months in four months and four days and but you know we're trying it's not i mean this subjective i guess it's as bad not as bad as uh last year but i mean this year is an improvement but there's still some bullshit going on there's always gonna be bullshit but it's not a here or there so we're just going to get into the shameless plugs. 
I want to give a shout out to the boys, them boys up in Fillmore, in Fillmore, Brooklyn, to be exact. I want to give a shout out to the Fillmore Boys podcast. Awesome guys. Again, they talk about pop culture, relationships, sports, and all that. And they give you an urban feel there and their perspectives on things. And good listen. Again, authentic and genuine. And they're a bunch of cool guys. So shout outs to them. I also want to shout out Juriari, the Juriari show. Me and him and uh, RJ and Monty, we recently did an episode going over the top 50, uh, the top 50 list of women's wrestlers in the WWE of all time. That That's their list. And oh boy, uh, that one little, that, that went little ham, but I'm <laughs> glad I had fun doing that. But Jesus Christ, man. There's a lot of questionable choices, but of course, like with every list and and countdown and, and top five and top 10, 15, 20, it's, it's insane. And I'm, I'm actually going to just go through the list. I'm actually going to do that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Paul Audible and I'm going to go through the list. And if you want to listen to, you know, not only my thoughts, but everyone else's, uh, opinions on that list You can check out Juriari And the Juriari show And um, Again He uh, chats about wrestling I'm on the show As regularly as I can And uh, We both bring that dynamic to the show And I'm glad that he has me on his show uh, When I can uh, Also want to shout out The Four Kings Gotta give them Shout out Awesome guys Awesome pair of guys Just uh, <laughs> They crack me up Every time man. Like I go on their streams If it's Rome himself If it's Cosmic Kaiser If it's Follow Your Dreams If it's uh, Super Freak 187 Doesn't matter Like those guys Individually and collectively Are hilarious The, the salt flies And Actually we're going to have like a, I, I hope because, you know, I put my hat in the ring for a Mario Party, uh, a little Mario Party torty, uh, tournament, I should say. And I'm, I said, listen, I, I want in. If you guys are going to do this, I'll, I'll, I get in. I don't care about like, you know, if I, you know, of course I want to win, of course, but I just want to participate. I want to have fun. And yeah, so this starting this week, we're gonna have a a, uh, a torty of sorts, a tournament of sorts, and it's gonna go throughout a couple of streams starting this coming week. So definitely check out um, Super Freak One Eight Seven stream. He does the multiplayer Mondays and the Thursday throwdowns, and that's where. He he uh, does his multiplayer streams Monday and Thursday. So every Monday and Thursday, uh, between the times, well, he's a late. He he streams really late, so he streams around say nine thirty, 
10 p.m. to 3 in the morning, 2.33 in the morning. So you, you definitely have just a lot of hours to watch through all the saw, all the <laughs> laugh out loud moments. So definitely check him out. Check out the, the, uh, the Kings as well. And yeah, I'll be on there. Won't make an ass of myself. Completely, <laughs> completely. I won't make a, a complete ass of myself, but I'm there to have fun. Like, it's all about having fun and participating. And hey, you want to watch again? Check out Super Freak Stream, his multiplayer streams, and his single, when he plays his single player games, definitely check him out as well. So, yeah, uh, shout outs to those guys there. And of course, got to shout out everyone listening uh, to this, of course, when it goes. Uh, it goes up on on the interwebs, and of course, uh, when this goes up on the interwebs, you can listen to this. But yeah, okay, let's get into it. I guess we can just talk about the list really quick, since I still have it pulled up from from last week. We can go through the list a bit. Okay, so I'm gonna do this quick. So at number 50, we have Tony Storm, Caitlin at 49, 48, uh, Kaylee Ray, 47, Sonia Deville, number 46, Shati Blackheart, number 45, Kelly Kelly, number 44, Candice LeRae, number 43, Nikki Cross, uh, number 42, Layla, number 41, Amber Moon, and number 40, Eve Torres. So we're just going to start right there for a second. So number 50, Tony Storm. It's crazy that you have uh, Kaylee Ray, Sonya Deville, even Kelly Kelly high, higher than Tony Storm. Like, again, you are going to see this list as you have already seen it, you already know the the BS. But for those who are listening to me right now, and I'm going through this list, you, you, it's a pattern for those who are fans of Roman women's wrestling. It's it's just a lot of bullshit when it comes to these lists. Like we we all know this; it's not much of a surprise. But it's just it's pretty wild that, of course, you're gonna have. Uh, questionable choices over others like you know Kaylee Ray like she puts on good matches she's the current NXT UK Women's Champion but she really hasn't defended the title as of late I remember she she defended it one time against a uh, Joshi wrestler but at the same time because of the pandemic like she's been sitting and the same thing could, could be said about Walter if we're gonna you know have this critique on her, then we gotta have this critique on him. But of course, not much can be done when you know there was a travel restriction. So, but this this list, I would say, Tony Storm's placement number fifty should be she should be higher. Of course, uh, Kelly Kelly. The reason why she was she's on this, of course, she's higher is. This, because this is an all-time uh, top 50 women's wrestlers of all time in WWE. And 
Kelly Kelly, she's cute, still is after, you know, after all these years, still cute. Um, Fountain of Youth has been kind to her, but she, her career wasn't much to, much to look at, you know. And that could be said about a lot of these women. Sonya Deville, same same deal. Haven't done much of late of all time. You know the fifth the WWE rank fifty greatest women superstars. And yeah, Sonya Deville she can cut a good promo. She has a presence about her snazzy dresser, but she hasn't done much of late. And Shotzi Blackheart, she should be a little higher, but. You know, it is what it is. It's just these lists are very janked and very uh, biased. And just based on, you know, just based on, like, placement with a lot of these, it just shows that there's a lot of animosity and bad blood and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Layla, I will say Layla had a better career than Kelly Kelly. Um, So her placement is well-deserved. Ember Moon... I mean, she's, you know, NXT Women's Tag Team Champions with Shotzi Blackheart. So, I, I get it. Um, Lacey Evans, why is she higher than uh, E. Torres, Ember Moon, Layla, Nikki Cross, Candice LeRae, Kelly Kelly, all, all these women. She's over all these women. It's it's pretty wild. So, you know what it is in the gender right here. Um, let's see, and yeah, Lacey Evans is number thirty-nine, by the way. And here's some, here's some questionable uh, choices. Nia Jax at number thirty-six. Nia Jax, there isn't enough said. You you will hear my reaction on Juriari's uh, podcast. You will definitely hear my reaction. Everyone's reaction at that. <laughs> It's insane. Uh, okay, then we have Gail Kim. She killed it in, in TNA. She's very talent. She's very talented. It's just that she wasn't used in in WWE. Her first run was eh. Her second run when she returned was just eh. And it's like, what the hell I'm doing here? I'm just gonna go back. Let's see. Kyrie Sane, same deal. Like I will have her lower, and I'm a fan of Kyrie Sane. Uh, Naomi, gorgeous, and there's a picture of her. Gorgeous, she's very athletic. Uh, personality, great personality. You know, she's improved in the ring, of course, but again, she's been. That was the last time she was women's champion. Uh, when she took the belt off of. Uh, Think Natalia was it Natalia or maybe Natalia took the belt off of Naomi. I'm not sure, but it's like when was the last time she was champion? She was two time, yeah, she was two time uh, SmackDown uh, Women's Champion. So she she's had you know some accolades here and there, but it's like what has she done for her to be a, a number thirty? Let's see. And I'm glad uh, Bull, uh, Bull Nakato, Nakato, sorry, I'm butchering that name. I'm glad she's on this list because she has 
because of her, she's influenced so many of the women's uh, wrestlers that are on here, actually. You know, like Mia Yim, uh, Asuka, to name a few. She has influenced so many uh, women's wrestlers, so that I'm glad she's on here. Ivory, it's it's a good choice. A number 28, Alina. Uh, but here is not a good choice. The Bella Twins. And of course, it's nepotism. It's the fact that, I mean, there are, there are known. They're well known. But one of them, while one of them in the ring is more competent than the other, you know, Nikki Bella than Brie Bella. But in real life, they're kind of the, you know, the opposite. So Brie Bella is the one that's actually decent. You know, as term as behavior and personality, and Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella, I should say, is just you know insufferable. And I'm glad John Cena isn't with her anymore because that is just terrible. It's so terrible. Uh, Io Shirai, good choice. Uh, Luna Bashan, mm, kind of think she should be higher. I don't know. Maybe it's the old school me. Uh, Stephanie, of course, because she. She's she claimed that oh I I'm the 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 starter of the women's revolution blah blah blah. Same with with the Bella Twins. So of course they got to be on here. Michelle McCool, of course, because she's the Undertaker's. Uh, you know she's married to the Undertaker, so there's nepotism there. Uh, Rhea Ripley, I think she should be lower. Um, to be honest, uh, Natalia. Again, because of her name, just in name, she's she's popular due to her, you know, who her father and who her uncle is. That's it. AJ Lee, I can see her being on num- as number nineteen. Uh, Shannon Baszler, she should be a little higher, but of course, where her booking is just terrible. Uh, Paige. Uh, a page turner um of course yeah number 17 we have page and it's like well we all know uh what page has done in her career in terms of being um nxt champion while holding the the divas title um very good worker um, good in the ring, but of course, regardless what she's done outside, I feel like what and listen, she's accomplished a lot. But I feel like the fact that she's still in the company, she's still employed by the company, hasn't done nothing. It's just wild that she's so high on this list. She should be on this list for a doubt, without shadow of a doubt, but. I don't know. I think she should be a little lower. And I'm a fan of Paige, but just I feel like sometimes you can be your own worst enemy and not, you know, forgetting everything, you know, she's done and all that. But I don't know. I'm dumb. at the end of the day, like, you know, it is what it is. She did what she did. It got leaked out. And I don't know. I'm just I'm happy. I'm glad she's on this list, but like Jesus Christ, man! I just 
this list is just an example. We're gonna we're gonna get into it. Sable, why? Molly Holly's a good placement number fifteen. Sable's number sixteen. Victoria, she should be a little little bit higher, but I feel like that placement's fine. Alexa Bliss, of course, with the the fact that she's what five time women's champion, and you know. They just love her. I mean, I like Alexa Bliss, but not the way that the people in, in, in the back do. That they have to give her all these accolades, all these titles. I think she's a, a two-time women's tag team champion as well with um, uh, Nikki Cross. So this is wild. Um, but yeah, Alf. And then number 12, Mickey James. She should be top 10 without a doubt. I'll say Beth Phoenix as well. At number eleven, she should be like top ten. Uh, Bailey, she should be top ten. Ronda Rousey, no. As as much as I love Ronda and what she's done, she helped that division to make it more legitimate. But the fact that she, on an interview, said, "Well, this is fake," blah blah blah, it kind of like dampens everything. You know, just you know, exposing the business, just you know, not putting it over, you know, saying things in a negative light. She's a top ten. Mm-mm. I'll say top twenty, top twenty five, but not top ten. I'm sorry, Lita. I feel like she should be top five. She's at number eight, and Ronda Rousey's number nine. Um, under Blaze, uh, questionable. But they got to cater. This list has to cater to the old school as well as the new school, the the most recent. That's why you have like some some choices like uh, like Kyrie Sane and uh, Bianca Belair, Carmella, um, Lacey Evans, like on this list. And then as you go lower, you have Natalia, and then you have some you know, nepotism uh, lists like. Uh, uh, people on here like Stephanie McMahon and Michelle McCool, Bella Twins, you know, and as well as Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax. It's just, I feel like if this list was done just based on the accolades, this list will be very different. But Lita, number eight, she should be like much higher on the list. She should be in the top five. Yeah, Sasha Banks, number six. I disagree with this. Um, she's you know done a lot, but just the fact that she can't, she can win the big one, but she can't defend her title, and the fact that her like her her character right now, it's very forced. It's is not natural. It's not something you want to like tune in every week. It's just. And again, it's the booking. But I feel like Sasha herself, she seems like like a you know decent person. But just uh, the whole forced, fake. Oh, I'm the boss. I'm the blueprint. Blah blah blah. And the laughing, the constant laughing. I feel like when when you laugh a lot, it's it's because you're nervous, and you kind of like laugh a little bit so that way you can. Uh, like mitigate the nervousness a bit But I don't know It's just annoying, it's forced It's not like what a boss would do Anyway 
uh, Oscar at number five. I I can agree to this, um, and not because she's like my favorite, because she is. She's my favorite, but I can see like she should be here. I think this is at number five. Not only everything that she's done in WWE, you know, she's uh, you know Grand Slam champion. She won the Royal Rumble. She had an undefeated streak in NXT while being women's champion, only to uh, surrender the title due to injury. You know, so she went out undefeated. And booking aside, even though her booking in the main roster wasn't as, uh, you know, it's been often, you know, hot and cold, off and on, but she has accomplished so much. Okay, and this is when the list gets kind of just, I'm sorry to say, retarded. So while China number four is fine. You have a number three, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. It should be, and this is my top five right here. It should be Trish Stratus at number one. It should be Lita number two. It should be China at number three. It should be. Bailey at number four. Actually, no. Bailey should be at least like top ten, like a uh, higher top ten. So it will be it be Trish Stratus because she's number one. So it'll be Trish Stratus, then let's see. So Oscar number five. It will be. Like getting myself mixed up here. You look at the list again. Like so, you have, yeah, Trish. You have. Let's see. Yeah, we're gonna edit this out. <laughs> we're definitely gonna edit this out. Let's see. So my my top five will be. Trish It will be Lita It will be China Then Oscar Then Mickey James Beth Phoenix Bailey And Oh man Yes yeah, so Okay number one Trish Lita, China, Mickey James, Oscar, and yeah, so that means Sasha will be like she she should be top twenty. She shouldn't be top ten. Is that the more more I look at this list, I'm like, whoa, like wait a minute, because you know we're you know when you're laughing around with with, with the guys like you, you, like we see it, but it was like. No, we should definitely should be like this. Becky Lynch, she should be, I'll say, top 10, top 15. I mean, of course, when you win both both titles in one night, like that's something to be, you know, that that's a big accomplishment. But 
it, I feel like for most people, the chase is better than the, the reward because when you finally get it, and of course, as you see with the booking that WWE, WWE has done, like you see that definitely it hold that it holds true. Like once they get it, oh, not much to do. I mean, Becky Lynch had a lot of good matches, but then it just became forced, and you know, of course, the corporate machine gets to you because when. She was rising. People wanted her to win. It was all organic. It was all, you know, genuine and legit. And, of course, they get you. They all get you. So, yeah, like, I'll have Trish as number one. I'll have Lita number two. I'll have China number three. I'll have um, either Mickey James or... Or... Uh, Let's see, Mickey James or Beth Phoenix, Dan Oscar, Dan Bailey. Because it's just crazy you have number nine, Ronda Rousey, you have number eight, Lita. Like, Lita should be way, like, she should be top five. I'm sorry. So it's just, it's insane. With this list, it's just, it's just insane. This, this top list, man. Like, and of course, you know that's WWE driven, so you're gonna have a lot of nepotism. You're gonna have a lot of stuff that caters to the the uh, the current crowd. And with Charlotte Flair, like I said on Drew Yari's show, she is overrated. She can't perform moonsault. She is just the definition of nepotism. If you see. If you can find nepotism on the dictionary, you'll see Charlotte Flair's face on it. And the fact that she has to be inserted in a, in a title match. She has to be in the spotlight. She, When she works, it doesn't look crisp. It doesn't look clean. Yes, she can cut a, an okay promo when she's not being robotic. And there's instances where she she's had good matches, and she is someone you can rely on. But when you have just the fact that she's in the title picture constantly, when she doesn't sell, it's just is all overblown, overhyped, just bullshit. And I'm sick and tired of people saying that she's the best among the four horsemen. I will say that it's. Bailey, then Becky Lynch, then Sasha. Actually, no. Then Charlotte, then Sasha. Sa- Sasha is number four. She's last. And for the longest, we, you know, they had it. They had it reversed. They had it as um, Charlotte being number one and then Bailey being last. They they had us believe, oh, it's Charlotte, then Sasha, then Bailey, then Becky Lynch, or or then Becky Lynch, then Bailey. And it's like it's the opposite. Bailey, she when she's in the ring, it makes sense. When it's in the ring, she moves crisp. She, she moves clean. Her character work is amazing. She's genuine. She's legit. It's not forced. It's not fake. It, it's and then same thing with Becky Lynch. It's, you know, the one that has the famous father, the, the name, and you have this other one that's, you know, because, you know, who her cousin is, and it's it's insane. And 
this this narrative needs to stop. And for the ones that say, "Oh no, Charlotte Flair is the best," no, like she's over, she's overblown, overhyped, man, over manufactured, not just in her hype but her face as well. So we're gonna end the wrestling talk with talk talking about WrestleMania 37. Oof. So WrestleMania this this upcoming weekend, uh, April April 10th and April 11th. So that's Saturday and Sunday, respectively, is a two nighter, and it's the 37th annual WrestleMania. Oof. And it will be live on Peacock, by the way. So if you're if you're in the states, um, that's the only way you'll be able to watch. WrestleMania this year So this is basically A do-over because Last year It was supposed to have the whole pirate theme And Due to the pandemic Like everything like There was no live uh, No live uh, Gatherings, no large Crowd gatherings and uh, All the WrestleMania plans were Scrapped so they instead Did WrestleMania 36 in the performance center Basically gymnasium So I'm glad that they're able to Be around fans and You know You know they're able to To just do this in front of uh, You know to do this in front of Fans for once You know like it's it's, it's We need this cause wrestling is, is Just dead without fans so I'm gonna go through the card really quickly and just my overall thoughts on this build. So my overall thoughts on this build has just been, oh man, it's just been so, it's just been so lackluster. You will think, like, hey, this is the first WrestleMania, you know, with fans for a year, and. We should definitely, you know, plow all the stops. We should plan ahead. And hey, I'm I'm believing I'm always a, a big believer in having, you know, plan A, plan B, plan C and down the list. Just in case if something happens you have something to fall back on. But this whole build, if you are brave enough to sit through the large amount of hours <laughs> of Raw and SmackDown, uh you know, God bless you. It's crazy that first WrestleMania with uh, live crowds in a year since you know over a year, and they just been phoning it in. They've been booking week to week. the The card is less to be desired, and this is what happens when you haven't built stars for years. And then when you do, you immediately bury them. And you have, of course, you have people saying, well, you should just really enjoy for what it is. You got to stop complaining. You got to stop, you know, thinking so negatively. You got to stop, stop, stop. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. It's like, so I'm, I'm guessing you guys and, and girls out there who, who say these things, I guess you guys love 
the fact that this has basically been a mediocre build to a two-night mediocre uh, pay-per-view card and your contempt with having mediocre quality of content. We, in, in this, this day and age, people just love and they're comfortable with mediocrity. They love mediocrity. And when you when you tell people, hey, we we kind of want these things. We we kind of want shit to be, you know, to make sense and and have a strong build and and have, you know, good matches aren't enough. You need characters. You need strong build. You need, you know, compelling storylines. There's none in this, and people are still gonna watch because it's WrestleMania. Like. I'm gonna watch it, of course, but some certain matches I'll let you know right now which ones are are the piss break. So at night one, that's uh, Saturday, April tenth, and we have Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Sasha Banks is the current uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, and I guess we can go with predictions. I'll say Sasha Banks retains. Um, Bianca Belair isn't ready to win the big one. I feel like SummerSlam is a good place for her to win the belt, but not right now, and this build has been horrendous. Um, Bobby Lashley versus uh, with MVP versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I'm... Afraid for both, you know, for, you know, both, you know, people in question because on one hand, I want Lashley to retain, but I'm worried that they will want to give Drew his, like, his coronation around fans because he was scheduled to win the WWE title from Brock Lesnar last year and it was done. In front of no fans So they most likely want him to win And have that moment with fans Even though People are done with the Drew McIntyre experiment And I love Drew McIntyre You know he he has a look He can move But I feel like people are getting bored of him And lastly He hasn't been built strong um, Well he has Until a few weeks ago Broke up the hurt business, uh, started asking all of the the jobbers for help, all the the catering members for help, which is you shouldn't do that. Like you're you're, you're built like a like a Mack truck, you're jacked to the gills. You shouldn't need help to take out you know your opponent. But I have the the logical person in me will say McIntyre walks out champion just to have that. Feel good, happy ending. And we had Bad Bunny with Damian Priest versus The Miz with John Morrison. Piss break. Uh, the New Day with Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, New Jay, the New Day are tag team champions, and this is the best they have for AJ Styles. I mean, AJ Styles is in it. Tattooing and will be a semi piss break match. Um, Strongman versus Shaman Man. This 
Well, technically, okay, I take that back with the AJ Styles almost versus New Day. This will be the piss break, but I, I kind of have this morbid curiosity on how, like, how it's going to turn up. So either or, depending on how much I have to drink that night, if I had uh, so much liquor or soda, whatever, well, actually, no, soda, too much soda is bad for you. Soda or water, which, which, uh, one of those two beverages I have too much of, that's when I go to the bathroom. And then Cesaro versus Seth Rollins in a singles match. Oh, and Strowman and McMahon is in a still cage match. So, it's of course, there's going to be some shenanigans. Um, Cesaro versus uh, Seth Rollins, this match I'm looking forward to. And then night two, when there's still more, like, matches to be added. Um... You have Riddle versus Sheamus. Um, Riddle is the current United States champion. Uh, Sheamus walks out. He walks out. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. They had to have this celebrity uh, um, tie-in. This might be... this. As much as I love KO and Sami Zayn, this could be a piss break match. Um, and then Big E, who is the reigning and continental champion versus Apollo Crews. Apollo walks out with the uh, Intercontinental title. He has to. If he doesn't, then this whole push of his and his uh, Nigerian accent, his Wakandan-style gimmick, it's just been a waste. Then the theme Bray Wyatt with Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. It's a singles match, but we don't know if it's going to be some sort of stipulation. It might be, but I have The Fiend winning here. And then we have Asuka, who is the current women's, uh, Raw Women's Champion. We have uh, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. I think Asuka retains here. Because you already have to I already predict two title changes in, in night two And if they have All the all the belts changing um, But one mm, It's tricky But yeah I think I have Oscar retaining And then for the main event The main event The only main event that matters You have Roman Reigns Who is the reigning Defending Universal Champion uh, Roman Reigns With Paul Heyman Versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan In a triple threat match for the Universal Championship So My thoughts on this match Is going to be good But we sh- it just should have been Reigns versus Daniel Bryan That's just my opinion That's always been my opinion Because there's more of a story With Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns But Mind you, wrestling fans have an attention span of goldfish. So because of that, you know, they suddenly forget. And then you have people like, no, we shouldn't have Daniel Bryan in, in this match. He's ruining the match. It should be, it should be Roman Reigns and Edge. Of course, Edge, you know, he, he, he puts on, he when he can, he puts on a good match. He's a Hall of Famer. But there's no story there. And when WWE manufactures stuff, of course you guys get all 
you know, you 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 drink it in, you eat it up. They they serve you shit shit sandwiches and you eat it up like it's like it's chocolate, you know, or like it's uh, pastrami, whatever the fuck. And it should have been Reigns versus Daniel Bryan all along to tie up that story. And of course, I feel like Edge might walk out. I feel like Roman Reigns shouldn't lose that title at all. I think he should lose it to Big E. But of course, since Edge has been booking himself because he he has some pull backstage, and with Daniel Bryan as well, I feel like it's Edge that could walk out. But I feel like Daniel Bryan could walk out either or. The this is one of the only matches that has WrestleMania build quality to it. And it's the only match where anyone can win, even though Reigns should win absolutely. And yeah. And then on SmackDown, you have a WrestleMania-themed edition of SmackDown this Friday night. But it's just an unofficial night three. And the reason why they're doing that is because they have no desire to book a go-home show. So that's what you have. And you have NXT. I'll I'll talk about NXT because I, I just wanted to talk about wrestling since it's WrestleMania week. So I want to talk about a little bit of wrestling. And mind you, it's over half an hour. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't mean for this to go long, but just want to get my thoughts on the card, thoughts on the matches, and my thoughts on the women's list. But, yeah, this is night two. And, oh, um... Before I forget, I will have my thoughts on the NXT Tonight Takeover Stand and Deliver on Drew Yari's um, podcast on his show. So you want to hear my thoughts on that? Listen to, you know, stay tuned to his uh, podcast when that episode goes up this week. Let's see. So now we can talk about um, some of the other things. On the header tonight DMX So DMX is in grave condition um, He's He's on life support So I'll, I'll read here Update on DMX's condition Is not encouraging On DMX's condition is not Is not encouraging Sorry So Says lawyer Lawyer says rapper is breathing Breathing But brain activity is minimal so that that is just terrible to hear. It's, it sucks. I heard that yesterday, and I was like, "Like, damn! Like, what happened?" And then, of course, we found out that he has OD'd. So let's uh, go down there on the newser dot com. This article, I'm, um, this article I'm reading on. Let's see, Saturday, Saturday night brought an update on. Rapper DMX's condition, though not an encouraging one. His longtime lawyer, Murray Richmond, confirmed that the rapper suffered a heart attack around 11 p.m. Friday while at home. While TMZ has reported that reported it was a cause by an overdose, Richmond said that he did not know the cause. NBC News reports the 50-year-old, whose real name is Earl Simmons, was, was resuscitated in a hospital in White Plains, New York, and put on life support. TMZ sources suggest the paramedics initially spent 30 minutes trying to resuscitate him and that the lack of oxygen during that time was very damaging, though the media initially quoted Richmond saying that DMX was breathing on his own. 
He later clarified that the rapper remained on life support. There's little brain activity, Richmond was quoted as saying. Uh, the AP quotes, Associated Press, uh, quote Richmond as saying, I'm very sad about it, extremely sad. He's like my son. He was a tremendous person, term- tremendous entertainer, and a tremendous human being. Very tremendous. And so much to offer, so much to say. Not the run-of-the-mill rapper, a person of great depth. DMX had battled drug problems for years, and the NBC News flags a 2020 interview in which he had discussed uh, taking, a, taking a hit from a blunt that his then-mentor gave him at the age 14. He later learned that it was, that there was crack in it and said that it launches drug abuse. Why would you do that to a child, DMX says. He was like 30 and he knew I looked up to him. Why would you do that to someone that looked up to you? And then there's more stories to read on um, on his, uh, just so much. Oof. Oh, and there's, man, there's something actually, I got to talk about this too. We'll like cover that at the end of the, end of the podcast. So my thoughts and everything, it's, it sucks when someone's still struggling with, you know, abuse, you know, drug abuse, with, you know, drug addiction. And some people say that it's a sign of weakness. I kind of agree. You know, I kind of agree there that it, it's... It's something that, unfortunately, he was exposed to at a young age. And it's been a never-ending battle on his part. And sometimes there's people who just become addicted. Once they're addicted, it's really hard. It's just a, it's a sort of mental battle that people are in constantly. And it affects not only them, but it affects the people around him. And it's 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 that bad. It's it's really that bad that at you know the age fifty he he overdosed. And usually, people normally people say when when things like this go on, it, it seems like maybe it's a hit, maybe it's it's planned, maybe a stage. It's, uh, I don't know, but if it seems like, oh, this is legit, it seems like he has, you know, he chose to, you know, took what he take and he chose, you know, and he overdosed. And the fact that, again, at 50 years old, he overdosed, it's, it's just a bad look and. Um, I heard someone mention this and you know about DMX and just the fact that at you know age fifty he's still like you know still doing drugs, still you know still taking drugs and he overdosed and it's just a sign of weakness and you know, just mentally weak. I would again I would agree but I, I kind of feel for the man, you know, I feel for DMX like He's been through so much shit, so it's, it's it's his fault. There's a responsibility that he has to take for himself. But I can get 
you know, with his upbringing and, you know, everything, a lot of things being publicized, it, it sucks. It really sucks from to be in that position. And I do wish him a, a speedy recovery and, you know, hope he pulls through. But it's just, it, it sucks that, you know, just what people are, you know, going through. You know, addiction is a real thing. You know, drug abuse, drug addiction is a real thing. And it just eats, it just eats up just not only, you know, yourself and, and physically and mentally, but others around you. And I feel like if people were to, you know, if if, if they had something in them, if they had that, that willpower to do so, they would have done it. But, I mean, some are stronger than others, and I, I do hope he pulls through. But it's just a, a PSA. Don't do drugs at any point you're around things like this. You remo- you remove yourself from that equation because it never ends good. And you have so many cautionary tales of that. So many. And, you know, that's why I'm worried about the, the youth of today, especially with how fast information uh, gets, you know, just pushed in in cyberspace, how, how things can go viral in a second. And back then, like, we didn't have, like, this level of speed, this level of uh, uh, communication as, like, we dream. We dreamed of this, like it was just science fiction. So that that's something I I hope. I just hope for that the youth, you know, the the youth won't get exposed to this. Even though uh, there's other there's other addictions, there's other forms of addiction that people have. You know, just not only just drugs, but. You know, social media—that's that's an addiction. You know, uh, uh, sex, alcohol. You know, masturbation. There's so many different types of uh, addictions, and that's something that you know has to be addressed. But uh, hopefully, DMX will pull through. Um, and I hope that when he recovers, that is that's this is it. Like this, this is. Like the final straw Because You know God forbid if he passed away Like it, it, it will suck Cause he want, he's one of those to, A talent Like his uh, lawyer said Just buried deep Like he had like there's so many layers to this man And it's crazy that It, it can be all gone Due to this so Hopefully he pulls through And um Great, like a lot of like thought provoking music, a lot of raw, uncut music that he has, and it's just you can just hear the pain. You can hear like you can through through his words, you can hear his pain. And a very talented artist and a free <laughs> freestyle, and he has a unique voice. That's why a lot, a lot of people gravitated towards him because he had that voice. It's like the the next thing to Tupac, even though. Don't like comparing people to others. Like that, that was it. This is who you have. Uh, uh, ja Rule. <laughs> ja Rule was trying to be Tupac and DMX kind of. That felt like they only could be one DMX. 
You know, just like there can only be one Tupac, but DMX filled that void. And through his upbringing and all that pain, he put that into music. And trouble passed, but he was trying to make amends. And unfortunately, like, he did this to himself, and hopefully he can pull through. Hopefully he can recover. So, my thoughts and prayers, but this should be a, a cautionary tale, a lesson for everyone. Just, you know, be strong, have that good, you know, have that good uh, mental support system. Because you you do not want to be alone and overdosing. That's a terrible thing. Just to to just be alone and be alone with your own thoughts and just overdose or do anything else to harm yourself. It's really not a good look. So the next to last story. Oh boy. So I could talk about this for a long time. And talk about this for a long time. So, <laughs> of course, it's Fox Business. Of course. Okay. Lord have mercy. So, Bad Baby, aka Daniel Bagoli, she hits and breaks a a record. Only fans. One million dollars. Six hours. <laughs> Six hours. She turned eighteen recently and a few days made an OnlyFans and in six hours she made over a million dollars. So that lets us know a few things. One uh guys are Creeps And number two Guys are horny creeps And Number three People have Curious You know they're very curious about Stuff (laughs) Oh god And I'm reading the TMZ article This was published on Uh April 2nd, 20, uh, 2021. Wow, 6.47 a.m. Pacific time. So that's three. That's 3.47 Eastern Standard Time. Got it. You got to you gotta put them, you got to write them headlines. You got to get them headlines early. So Bad Baby was clearly lying when she said she told us she already done it all by her 18th birthday. Because just a week later, she claims she's done something new and shattered an OnlyFans record. A rapper formerly known as uh, Danielle Bugoli reveals she earned more than $1 million after starting up her, her adult theme subscription-based account Thursday. And claims it only took her six hours to become an 18-year-old millionaire. And then you see here... And people thought it was an April Fool's joke because it was on April 1st. But this ain't no joke. So in subscriptions, she's made $757,526.08 
tips she's made uh, $5,502.35 um, and messages she has made $276,675 so in total she has made over a million let's see one million thirty thousand seven hundred and three dollars or forty three cents that that forty three is like triggering me like just just round off <laughs> round off to the nearest dollars so yeah that that kind of that's irking me right now that's really irking me right now um yeah so she has made over a million, one million, one million thirty thousand seven hundred and three dollars with forty three cents, and that forty three cents is kind of irking me. It should just round it out, <laughs> just round round that forty three out. So, based on an apparent screenshot she shared of her accomplishment, she's made over seven hundred fifty k on subscriptions, five k on on tips, and more than a quarter million on direct messaging tips. Uh, and baby wrote Now bath is six hours We broke the fuck out of the OnlyFans record We reached We reached out to a rep for the site And they confirmed those numbers are real It's not an April Fool's joke We told her subscription price uh, We're told her subscription price Is at twenty three ninety nine per month uh, I mean again Everyone values their money differently. So if you want to pay twenty three ninety nine a month for her content, fine. But just know that a lot of times, content on OnlyFans isn't like, like oh my god, like th- this is like I get more hype for stuff that I see on X videos and Pornhub. To be honest, a lot of stuff I see on OnlyFans, it's it's not worth. The subscription price And you can say oh He's he's broke he's this he's that I don't give a fuck What people think It's the truth A lot of times I see posts On there that That's on Instagram and on Twitter And People get really hyped for this Men get insanely Thirsty and and that's why women can charge these ridiculous prices and they don't offer content like that. And I get curiosity, you know, people get curious, but you know, you know what happened to the cat. You know, not only does it kill them, but in this case, you you're out money <laughs> every month because you're just curious. And um let's see you might recall Bella Thorne previously set the OnlyFans record last year by earning over a million dollars in 24 hours. So uh, Danielle Rigoli broke Bella Thorne's record. That's insane. That's insane. Um, and this is post here saying on her Instagram, uh, Danielle Rigoli saying, um, well, bad, bad baby, for now on, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And see, before launching her OnlyFans account Thursday, the rapper shared a couple of provocative posts on her Instagram, teasing it and boasting it from now on. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, quote unquote. 
and we're sure and we're sure that sentiment is true regardless of only fan claims like like we said she's definitely has not done it all quite yet so my thoughts on this like i said there are guys of course caught on 4k <laughs> they're calling 4k that uh they've been waiting you know that like that uh spongebob meme you know the chocolate guy when he finally catches up to patrick and, and spongebob and he says finally like there's really creeps out there there are horny creeps there's creeps in general there are curious people you know but at the same time this girl's legal she's 18 and it's still funny that there are people out here saying like oh man if there, there's some creeps out here you know they're, they're waiting for this girl to turn 18 this stand the other like she went on on her computer a laptop or what, what have you set up an account and of course with her fame or her level of fame or her level of clout she is going to get a lot of people you know interested and curious me not being one of them because she's not my cup of tea doesn't matter if she's 18 if she's 25 30 35 doesn't matter just not my not my type um to be honest she's not my type to be honest but at the same time i get the curiosity i get why people are doing it but just the way that a lot of a lot of men are doing uh, going about this it's very very creep like and of course, this goes back to what I was saying um, earlier that we're continuously giving power, like a million dollars in six hours. Before that, it was a million dollars in in one day in twenty four hours by uh, Bella Thorne, and we're just giving power. We're giving constantly power to to you know to women because we it's been normalized to just. Be a pay pig has been normalized to be a simp has been normalized to give and give and give and, and not expect anything back. Like I'm sorry, I'm not gonna spend ridiculous sums of money on on women online, and for what? The reason why that is is because it's. And there was this uh, like this documentary about OnlyFans, and the reason why why a lot of guys do this is because they don't want to go through the the pressures of dating and you know being social in real life. So what they do is they just pays just pay to some you know amount of money, and they'll have females. They have these OnlyFans. Uh, uh, you know, models or whatever, uh, message them, and they get that experience at all. Oh, yeah, like I, like I don't have to go through the ringer. Like they're there, I can talk to them. I feel wanted, and I mean that's what the cus as 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 these women, their job is to make you feel wanted, just like a stripper. They make you feel wanted. They make you feel like you're the best, <laughs> like you're the best customer. It's the same thing when it comes to OnlyFans. You feel wanted. You feel special. You you feel like you're 
you're being paid attention to. But it's just very, it's very misleading. It's just, it's very misleading at the end of the day because it's like, I, I don't know, I guess it's just the fact that people love, people love being teased. They, they just love having that, well, maybe one day, maybe one day she'll like acknowledge me and she'll mean her run run away together and we'll be together forever that kind of thing not 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 today not tomorrow not next week not next month not next year one day same thing with nudes like there's models on only fans that don't do nudes but you know again people love being teased and they think maybe one day one day we'll you know show like show uh, you know her left nipple not both of them because you know that you gotta pay extra but maybe one day she'll show one of them off maybe the right one maybe the left one i'm not sure possibly maybe but i know one day so i'll stay subscribed and then it comes to the fact that while people are condemning men for being cruise and they should people should be condemning these knuckleheads for just being overly thirsty and overly uh, simping But let's forget This wouldn't happen if she Wouldn't have opened up this OnlyFans And like she said She's 18 she could do what she want And of course Actions have consequences But of course In this day and age There's no responsibility There's a lack of responsibility So someone can do this And instead of blaming Wait a minute she should be more careful. She shouldn't, you know, post the stuff, even though I'm sure in, you know, the in the Cash Me Outside days when she's on she was on Dr. Phil's show, we know that she was out of control. We know that she was just going ham and we don't know what she was doing. So let's not act like she's this innocent girl and that she can do no wrong. Because it don't matter how old you are. Your actions have consequences. And I'm sick and tired of people just, instead of being more being more fair and rational and logical, it's, no, we can never do wrong. It's everyone else's fault but mine because I, I refuse to be responsible. And you know, be accountable for my actions. And it's a lot of self projection. So these people are going. While I agree, there's a lot of guys out out there that are thirsty and and creepily saying, "Oh, I can't. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting. I finally, she's 18. That's creep. That that's creepsville right there. But the fact that when you open this up, you know there's going to be consequences. You get and get that unwanted attention, and I'm I'm tired when. I hear and see this. It's like women want attention. It's just that they don't want to admit it. They, they want the attention. It's just the the journey than the destination. Like you know where where it's gonna get you, but you rather go on with the journey. You rather go on going through going through the the, the paces and the paces and the phases. And then we're like, oh no. We, I, I don't like this attention. No, those guys were creepy. But you like the attention, as they say. 
you know, bad attention is good attention. You know, bad press is good press. And we just got to be real with a lot of this shit. But at the end of the day, this also serves that. The, the, the girls, the young girls in this generation, upcoming generation, instead of wanting to be someone and, and work hard and persevere, oh, I just opened up OnlyFans. Because maybe I can, you know, if if I can make a million dollars, that'll be, you know, excellent. But if I, I even can make like, you know, a quarter of a million in in a good amount of time, then that's something. And listen, for all those who have, uh, who are of age, you know, doesn't matter, you know, male, female, what have you. Listen, do your thing, but. Just be careful because you're setting a precedent a precedent for these, you know, the up-and-coming generation that all they're going to see is, well, they did it, so I got to do it too. And it's scary that we don't have to work. Well, women don't have to work hard. And for those who want to dispute that, that, that you cannot, <laughs> cannot be fucking serious. Oh, it's a, it's a... You gotta work hard. It's it's a man's world. No, it's not. It's a woman's world. When you can do this, a million dollars only fans in, in six hours. When you have, you know, just simps just giving away their, their life savings, they're giving away. And and I kind of feel on on one hand, it, it's it's. I feel like, I, I feel like something. Is off with these numbers Not that it seems like her numbers are real But just overall Is something not up Something doesn't compute And I mean hey People make their money Do what they gotta do But it's just It's setting up a a bad precedent But It's just insane man Just uh, Six hours A million dollars Over a million dollars It's crazy it's insane. So let's talk about a little bit of gaming before we head out here. So let's see. Game left in death sets records. Super Mario Brothers cartridge brings uh, $660,000 in auction. And there's a picture here. An unopened copy of Nintendo Super Mario Brothers purchased in 1986 sold Friday at auction. Okay, at the newser. Someone paid $660,000 for a video game Friday. The highest price ever. The sealed copy of the Nintendo video game Super Mario Brothers was sold through Heritage Auctions. Diverge reports. The price... Far eclipsed the 114,000 uh, for Super Mario Brothers game brought last summer, and the 156,000 of the Super Mario Brothers three sold for November. The auction company called it uh, called one auctioned Friday the oldest sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers that ever has ever offered. It went on sale in 1986, and the packaging was changed in early 1987. So there's, there aren't many exactly like it around. 
the seller who wasn't identified good because people are going to be like hounding uh brought the game as a christmas gift in 1986 per cnn it stayed in the bottom of my office desk this whole time since the day i brought it the seller's whole heritage i never thought anything about it uh watcher games uh, graded it um graded the game for heritage and pronounced it the first the finest copy known to I have been professionally graded for auction. It's also one of the earliest copies to be shrink wrapped. Heritage said instead of being instead of bearing a sticker seal. Mm. Wow! So that was the first copy to be shrink wrapped. That's crazy. That's crazy. So my thoughts on this, just to end it on a on a on a, on a cool note. This, because I, I heard rumblings about it in the you know in the news, it's insane. This is the oldest copy of the game, and it was on, it was in someone's desk all this time, shrunk wrapped. Because I, I remember, I mean, this before my time, obviously, but I know there were um, game cases that were just they had the the sticker, they have the the seal, and this was the first. A game that was shrink wrap, and it's amazing just how you would you would you wouldn't think. Oh, I'll just I got this game for a Christmas present, and I just I left it there, and I wouldn't have known. It's it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild that uh, you know it, it like it was brought for this much. So let's us know that. Um, it, it just shows that just you hold on to things, or you just you know you, you have something that we all have something like in our in our possession that could be worth a lot down the line, and that's why people they buy up all these special editions, they buy multiples because they could be worth something later on. And speaking of uh, you know Mario Brothers. The Mario 3D uh, collection was, um, I think it was out of the shelves. I think the the Super Mario 3D World um, for the Switch, I think that's off the shelves now. There could be some copies being sold around, but that was a limited release. And I know in the future that game is going to be worth something. A sealed, imagine getting a sealed copy of... Uh, Super Mario 3D World for the Switch sealed. Like in 20 years, imagine. Like that would be insane. Probably by then we're not we're not gonna have any like you know game packs or game cases or things like that. It's just gonna be all digital. And I'm a firm believer of having physical copies of stuff. You know, just because, um, just to just to have it. And you never know, it might be worth something down the line. So all that aside, um, just WrestleMania week, uh, DMX, OnlyFans, and uh, cartridges, you know, all that aside, it's wild. It's, it's, it's pretty wild um, just, you know, looking at the news. And there's more stuff. I wanted to talk about, but I want to. I want to keep this at least under an hour and a half, 
and I'll probably cover it um, at a later date. And I have a lot to say about like oh, these vaccine passports and people parading around with their vaccine, you know, the vaccine uh, passport and showing, you know, taking a picture or taking video of themselves getting the shot. Like, congratulations, you are a guinea pig. And these well-meaning people think that they're doing that, you know, hey, to they they could be they could be doing a good thing, but it's just this parading around. Like, what about what about promoting uh, safe sex? Hey, like here's here's my here's my test results. I'm I'm negative. I, I have I don't have you know any sexually transmitted diseases. I'm clean. None of that. We're you know parading. This we're waving around this vaccine passport like oh my god this is the coolest thing it's it's a trend that I don't like because all it's doing is just it's more a divisive it's a divisive plot for the average person and it's a form of control for the people above us they tell you oh you don't do this then you're not gonna get this. But then, oh no, no, you got to do this as well. It's it's, it's just a, and I want to get into this more. But it, to me, and just my short like comment, because I will talk about this in full next time. It's it's just crazy with this whole vaccine thing. This whole, I mean, if you want to take it, I have no issue. You want to take it? If you want to take it? Go ahead. You know, I'm not stopping you. If you want to take it, that's that's your right. Either to to do something or not to do something, but what I have issue is what I have issue with is when you're looked upon as weird for not wanting to take it, or you're looked upon a certain way because you have different views on on this and other stuff. If people want to take it, that's fine. Don't force it on me. Don't tell me that I had to take it or else. It's it is pretty is pretty uh, uh, sad. It's sad state of affairs that you know all the the lemmings, all the sheeples are just parading around and, and then looking at you weird when you don't take it. It's just like this, this fad. Oh, like this, this is this is hip. Like I guess it's fashionable. It's trendy to just have our freedoms eroded because. Of something that isn't as dangerous as people have says, and we're just going, you know, COVID crazy. This COVID madness, this COVID scare is insane. Like, we just have to live our lives. Like, we all are gonna die one day, or like it or not. Like, taking this vaccine isn't gonna give you, you know, you know, internal life. If it did. Maybe I'll take it, but even then, no. It's just something unnatural. And I just refuse to be a guinea pig. I refuse to be told what to do because, oh, I got to save grandma. Most likely, you know, you know, God rest her soul, she was still around. Like she, she's, she's a tank. She can, you know, she's strong. She was very strong. But you just have, you just have people out here who just, are in this craze, this, this cult of uh, 
this cult of madness and it's it, i don't know it's just i'm just really i'm just really worried i have my worries that this is just going to be uh it's going to go a bridge too far as they say but that that is it um it's already at the hour and 25 minute mark so let's bring this home i thank you for listening all the way to the end and just hearing my commentary if you want to listen to more please 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 oh please Take time to go to my website That's roomprimetv.com Again that's roomprimetv.com You can check out Everything regarding my podcast You can also check out My Twitter You know for LOLs I'm at Twitter Check me out roomprime underscore three Give me a follow uh, Say hi Or say I'm trash (laughs) Whatever but you know I still love you all the less. And um yeah, definitely check me out on there. Um I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash room prime three. Check me out, check me out. I, I play retro games. I'm a big Metroid head, uh Metroidvania, uh, a lot of retro stuff. We do retro uh viewings of older shows that of course we can stream. Nothing like no no movies, nothing pirated, anything like that. But definitely check me out on there. And with that being said, uh, guys, enjoy your Easter Sunday and Monday. Enjoy the rest of the week. WrestleMania week is upon us. Holy crap. Uh, shit's wild. <laughs> Hopefully we can you know get a grip and just get things back to normal and, you know, just have level heads here. And maybe one of these days, you know, in the future, whatever game you have sealed will be worth a lot of money. Um, And, of course, you have to wait years. (laughs) We we can't make a million dollars in six hours or in 24 hours, but we got to make our bag wherever we can. So if they can make their bag, then we can make our bag. So with that being said, I'm going to shut the hell up now and get this edited for you so that way you can listen And with that being said, I love you. You're awesome. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. The intro's hitting. So let's take this home. See you later. Enjoy your Easter. And peace. Out. Out.